You are listening to English Made Simple. This is episode 32, numero 32. Hello! How are you all? How is everyone doing? Que onda? Welcome! Welcome guys, welcome to the old and new listeners joining in to the English Made Simple podcast. Yay! My name is Milena and here at English Made Simple, I help you speak English with confidence. So let's do this! Exciting stuff this week, right? New feature of English Made Simple came out um, called Short and Sweet. I should say Short and Sweet! <laughs> making it a twice per week show which is awesome i have decided to call it short and sweet and please use this phrase in your daily conversations the native speakers use it very often i use it when i go to meetings and when i expect the meeting to be long all of a sudden i get pleasantly surprised when the meeting is a short one I would then say, wow, that was short and sweet. Straight to the point. Now, be honest, guys. When you first read the title of the short and sweet episode, did you think I was going to teach you how to make desserts in five minutes or less? Postres? Hmm. How many of you thought that? <laughs> My husband thought exactly that. He knows I love sweets. That could be a good show though, uh, but I don't make desserts. I eat them. I devour them. Los devoro. <laughs> And with that, we will continue with today's episode. Welcome back. Oh, before we start, I want to say hello to Jaime and Jairo. Thank you guys for your nice comments. Glad you're enjoying the show. Welcome aboard. Don't forget to share with your friends. You know what they say, sharing is caring. So, guys, in today's episode, we will learn how to construct questions. I specifically want to focus on how to ask questions in present and past tense. And I would also like to introduce you to auxiliary verbs that help us ask questions in English. The verbs I want to talk about are to be and to do. Remember, guys, in English, we say ask questions not we do questions because i know in spanish it's hacer pregunta but in english we say ask questions preguntar an example can i ask you a question puedo hacerte una pregunta te puedo hacer una pregunta can i ask you a question and here's a tip for you guys when we write or rather type in english because now we live in the modern times we rarely write nowadays we type on the keyboard When we type in English, we only use one question mark at the end of the question. We don't use it at the beginning when we want to ask a question, as is the case in Spanish. We just use one question mark. Signo de interrogación. Question mark. So we only use one question mark. Radio. So today's topic is about how to ask questions in English. It was a popular topic asked by many of my listeners especially one listener um, Nicolas who asked um, who asked me this question before a few weeks back 
I only got a chance now to to do the episode on it. Uh, how to ask a question in English? Well, let's start with asking direct questions using the verb to be. Are we ready to start? I think so. Let's start with asking direct questions using the verb to be. To be or not to be, that is the question. Have you heard of this famous line before? This famous line is from one of William Shakespeare's plays, Hamlet. Radio, let's continue back to basics. Some of you will already know this one, but let's build a foundation anyway for the coming episodes. Conjugating the verb to be. This is the most commonly used verb in the English language. Oh my god, it's so popular, you know what I'm saying? It's very popular. Conjugating the verb to be. I am, you are, he or she or it is. Then in plural we have we are, you are, they are. Excellent. Simple example, right? Let's do a simple example. We start the sentence with the subject plus verb to be. Here we go. He's driving fast. They are watching the Game of Thrones. You are driving and listening to this podcast right now. In this case, we think about the subject. The subject, he is driving fast. He is the subject. He is driving fast. When we form a question, we simply swap the subject with a verb. So it becomes conjugation of the verb to be plus subject. As in my example, he is driving fast. The question becomes, is he driving fast? See, he is driving fast. Is he driving fast is a question, right? When we have the verb to be, we simply swap the subject with the verb to be, with the conjugation of the verb to be. So in the example, they are watching the Game of Thrones. Are they watching the Game of Thrones? Quite simple so far. Yay! <laughs> Let's continue. You will notice that the forming of question follows the same structure. Always think about the subject. The subject being I, you, he, she, it, we, you, they, right? Yep, with me so far. Excellent. Now, using the verb to be in the past tense becomes I was, you were, she, he, it was, we, you, they were. Okay, let's use the same example as before. He is driving fast. He was driving fast. To ask a question, we simply swap the subject with the verb be. He is driving fast. Is he driving fast? He was driving fast. Was he driving fast? Right? You see the see what I'm doing there? I'm swapping. She was cooking in the kitchen is the past tense. The question becomes was she cooking in the kitchen? Was she cooking? She was. Yes, she was. We answer with yes, she was cooking. He is driving fast. Yes, he is. Right, that's the example in the past tense. Now, let's introduce other ways we can form a question. We can form questions using auxiliary verbs. According to you-know-who, <laughs> Weon Inteligente, or the Cambridge Dictionaries Online, defines the word auxiliary as giving help or support. So, when we say 
auxiliary verbs. They are verbs that provide support when we need help to form tenses. We also use them for other things, like for example, when we need to ask questions. Mm -hmm. True that. The main auxiliary verbs in English are be, do, and have. Did you know that also in Spanish we have auxiliary verbs? One of the main ones is haber, also hacer. Huh? You see, not just English. Radio, continue. So we have uh, already covered the verb be. Let's uh, use the verb to do as an auxiliary verb. Okay? Let's consider this sentence. She lives in Santiago. Another sentence. You speak fluent Spanish. You will notice that there is no conjugation of the verb to be. She lives in Santiago is a statement. You speak fluent Spanish is a statement. How do we ask questions now? Hmm? When we form a question, the auxiliary verb goes first and then the subject. So in the previous example, she lives in Santiago becomes does she live in Santiago? You see? She lives in Santiago becomes does she live in Santiago? I live in Santiago becomes do I live in Santiago? Okay? In cases like these, we must use the verb to do to form questions. Let's use this example in the past now. She lived in Santiago. Did she live in Santiago? You see? She lived in Santiago. In the past, we asked the question, did she live in Santiago? We use the past tense of the verb do. Did she live in Santiago? Because we cannot invert the subject in this case to form a question. We cannot say, lived she in Santiago? No, we cannot swap it. No, no, no. Big no, no. We must use auxiliary verb to do in the absence of the verb to be. In this example, you spoke fluent Spanish in the past tense. You spoke fluent Spanish. We have a subject you plus a verb to speak. It's an irregular verb, so it becomes you spoke fluent Spanish in the past. Because there is no conjugation of the verb to be in this case, then the question must have the auxiliary verb, in this case, to do. You speak fluent Spanish becomes do you speak fluent Spanish? You spoke fluent Spanish becomes did you speak fluent Spanish? Are you with me so far? Fantastic! You are with me so far. Wonderful! So what happens when we want to include question forms such as how, why, where, which, and what. If we are asking questions using these words, we simply put them at the start of the question. Here's an example. I work at Microsoft. Where do you work? Or in the past, I worked at Microsoft. Where did you work? He was driving fast. Why was he driving fast? How fast was he driving? Whose car was he driving? <laughs> Just to complicate things a bit, did you know that who and what can also be the subject 
Here's an example. Who is coming to lunch? Who is the subject here? What happened? What is the subject here? What did you do? You is the subject here, right? Uh, Where is another example I can give you here? Alonso called Milena. Who called Milena? Okay. Who called Milena? Who is the subject in this case? Who called Milena? We don't say who did call Milena. We don't say that. Who called Milena in the past tense? Who is the subject in this case? Are you happy so far, guys? Following me so far? Are you happy so far? Hopefully that made sense. Easy peasy Japanese. <laughs> I don't want to uh, overwhelm you in this episode. So in the next episode, I want to cover another auxiliary verb to have. And also I want to talk about how to ask questions in the future. Your homework this week, should you choose to do it, is watch a movie in English then either talk to your friend about it or just talk to yourself if you have no friends. Start by asking questions regarding the movie. Use the words such as who, what, when, why and how. See how many questions you can come up with. Good luck, everyone. There is no test, so don't worry. Have a great week, okay? Don't forget, all transcriptions are available on my website, EnglishMadeSimple.net. If you have any questions on any of the topics we covered in this show, please let me know in the Facebook group, English Made Simple, or on my website. This podcast is for you, and I'm here to help you learn. So let's do this. Arrivederci. Hasta la próxima.